0: Hi. This is Joel Gray. This is Adrienne Warren.
1: This is Andrew Keenan-Bolger. This is Chuck Cooper. This is Brandon E. This
0: is Mandy Gonzalez. This
1: is Rachel B. Jones. This is Christy Altmar. This is Kristen Chenoweth. This is Cheetah, and you're listening to Key Price's Curtain. All right. We are back here at 54, fine signs 54 below for the big press up front. And you all... May have remembered my next guests. We met oh last summer, sometime when she was here, talking about her wonderful turn in Smoky Joe's Cafe that was happening off Broadway with a bunch of my other girlfriends, honey. When I saw her then, I said, "When are you gonna have your show?" I believe that was the first thing I remember yeah. saying to you. After I was like, "When was that one-person show coming?" And it's happening right now, honey, yeah, at Feinstein's, at March seventh at nine thirty p.m., honey. Nicole Vanessa Ortiz. My new girlfriend is going to come here and blow the roof off of this place. I, I'm i telling you, you all, I ain't even ready. Girl, how you doing?
0: Oh, how you doing? I am so excited. Literally, I've been rehearsing once a week, every week with the band. Mm-hmm. We've been tightening up the set list for the show that we're preparing in March. And it's such a fun set list. It's such a fun vibe. And it's such a powerful energy. I mean, one of the things that I had mentioned to a couple of other people that I was interviewing with is that I like my shows to feel inclusive. I like people who come out to see it to feel like they could be a part of it and they can join in with us because the songs that we're preparing for everybody are songs that they most likely know. And it's supposed to celebrate that time in their life when they heard that song come on. They were like, yes, I remember what I went through. I remember what was happening at that time and it was because of that song that I was able to just, you know, hold on a little bit longer and so that's why it's such a powerful tribute because not only is it a women's tribute but we're doing it in the month of March which is women's history month so it couldn't be more perfect not to mention the night of the show is literally the night before International Women's Day so I mean what better time what better backdrop and what better way than to bring it in right
1: and, you know, with your PR team, that means y'all need to be, like, pushing this as a little event to be doing before, though. Because there's going to be people here the night before. I'm just saying, I'm you, know, trying, you know. i I don't want to tell people how to do their job. I you
0: know, know. I got you, though. But, you know, each one teach one. You know, it takes a village to raise the word. You so know.
1: what is what is going on with you, honey? Because you are, I watched um, some of the clips that you had posted the other day from your photo shoot. And, girl, that hair was everything. <laughs> she was dying rossing me to the max. <laughs>
0: you know well that that was a glam shoot that Mm -hmm. we were doing you know for more images to promote the show Mm -hmm. and also to just also have a new updated portfolio of images because it it had been a while so it was long overdue you know a lot of photos I was using in the past were photos when I was 20 honey and a girl ain't 20 years old no more.
1: so let me me take a sip on that one (laughs) take a sip on that
0: one I just turned 31 years young and Mm -hmm. I am enjoying it I loved my entire year of 30 I learned a lot about myself I learned a lot about you know what I needed to appreciate Mm -hmm. about where I was and I learned a lot about you know how I needed to look forward to where I want to go and so it really sort of centers you and it teaches you how to just stay focused and you know let the rest just be somewhat of an accessory to the side Mm
1: -hmm. you know what I'll tell you one of the things that I did learn in my 30s Mm. toss it back girl is that when you, when you finally say, when someone asks you a question and you validate them with an answer, and then you say, they ask, like, well, how old are you? When you say 30-whatever, mm-hmm. there's a lot more gravitas behind whatever it is that you say, uh-huh. which means that if you are centered when you're starting your 30s, then that means you're going to be reading people left and right through your 30s, girl. I'm just saying, like, you know, with the truth.
0: I mean, you said it. I didn't. <laughs> you know I, I, but but the beauty of finally experiencing your 30th year for yeah. me was was just aside from learning how to read people better is learning how to read yourself and learning how to make life more responsive instead Mm -hmm. of reactionary does that make any sense because i was a you know i'm a deep feeler Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm very empathetic and you know i and i love people to the core and sometimes those type of figures can be drained unintentionally because we don't take responsibility on how to center what we absorb so all of my you know 30 year taught me that it taught me how to center myself give myself a little bit at a, at a time but leave some left for me you know because at the end of the day all you have left is yourself
1: and that's, and you know sitting at home with a bag of cheetos so there's and god <laughs> and god a bag of cheetos and god how are you t- yeah. that's a, a autobiography cover chop if everything all you have is yourself a bag of cheetos and god wow All right, Nicole, come on on, now. Come on. (laughs) Sit coming through. Just coming through from a conversation. So, now tell me about this show now because I know you two have powerhouse voice. So, that means y'all are going to get the belt. Like I told you, she's going to blow the roof off the place. You're going to get the belt. So, what is going to be the softer side of Nicole that we're going to get to see?
0: Well, there's a lot of great women that are being revered in this tribute, and a lot of them were women that I listened to growing up, Mm -hmm. whether it was because I listened to them on my own or whether it was because I was hearing them Mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning when my mom was cleaning the house and she was going through her woes, you know? So I got the best of both worlds. And, you know, because I'm such an emotional observer, I got to see what this kind of music did for her Mm -hmm. and how it really reflected the kind of artist I turned out to be. So, you know, we're covering anywhere from Tina Turner to Aretha Franklin to Whitney Houston, of course, Mm -hmm. to even Big Mama Thornton, Pat Benetton. Alanis Morissette the late Phyllis Hyman you know that was another lady that really had a big impact on my career when I discovered her in high school and um One of the things that I'm really excited about, too, is just that the songs that have been chosen for the set list are songs that I know people are going to immediately hear from the top and say, oh, my God, I remember that song. And the moment people get that connection where they think of a song that takes them back to a time that they remember going through, then they remember how that song gave them just a little bit more push to keep going. And, And that's what this show is about. It's really supposed to be celebrating everyone. But in the spirit of women empowerment, it's celebrating women's resilience and just holding on a little bit longer and pushing through and using the best of optimism to get things done and you know this this is the year of the woman but i think it's always been the year of the woman we've mm-hmm. just been in the shadows sort of helping out now we're being brought into the limelight on the media surface being shown how we get those things done politically Politically. Um, Mm -hmm. Even in the entertainment scene, you know, like, I mean, I take a look at the the Grammys, you know, and it was just female dominated. It was amazing. So, you know, there's really a lot to look forward to. And what I like about the show, too, is is that it's inclusive for men because there's a lot of men who sometimes feel like that women who are all about being pro-woman and, Mm -hmm. you know, sticking up for our sisters, it can mean that there's a narrative of bashing the man. But no, actually, some of the strongest women I know Mm -hmm. and that I've grown up listening to, as well as, as... as well as growing up looking up to, have always had a good balance on making sure that capacity of vulnerability is left to be able to, because I think that's what women really want. We want to be able to feel free to be vulnerable because Mm -hmm. we're so expected to have everything in order and on top of things 24 seven out of the day that we are feeling somewhat a bit, you know, stagnated from just kind of relaxing and letting loose. And,
1: and, you know, not being, not separating men from that conversation, but one of the things of men, they avoid being vulnerable and they don't allow themselves sometimes to be well, vulnerable. Shout out to
0: the good men who give right. us that vulnerability right. and that space to be just as sensitive because then that's when the intimate communication and that's when the intimate partnerships really develop right. in its totality. I mean, I'm blessed and I'm fortunate enough to, you know, have an amazing husband mm-hmm. who supports what I do with enthusiasm. Oof. Can we, can we repeat that? He supports what I do with enthusiasm. Sometimes he, he just gets up and does things for me that I didn't even ask because I'm usually the kind of person who doesn't like asking for help. When I ask for help, it's normally too late. And so to have a man on my side who can kind of read me that way and like just pick up the reins when he knows i'm about to like you know fall off the cliff a little bit emotionally speaking like he's there you know not to mention he's been doing such a great job managing me as well you know because that's not always a common thing having what they call husbanders, you know can sometimes you know go sour but the fact that we're best friends, the fact that we're both equally sensitive mm-hmm. with one another, equally vulnerable with each other, and just considerate of each other's space and of each other's opinions and how we perceive things, it's just, I won't say we're perfect, but I definitely will say we're blessed and I don't take that for granted. So, so that's definitely the energy I want to share with everyone who comes out to see the show. I want them to know this is possible, you know?
1: So when you're doing this now, I mean, you're, you I feel like you're, I'm full throttle on your career right now. Um, it's like, and, and having your husband be a part of this as well. Do you see for yourself being able to create that family version? Because I feel like you're going to be giving me, I, I need three, four kids from you. I'm, that's what I'm feeling. I'm, I, I could be wrong. Well, I could be
0: wrong. Well, three is definitely the minimum. <laughs> And I'm hoping it pops out in two pregnancies, okay? Because Beyonce really set the bar. The bar exactly. And she got lucky. No, mm-hmm. I won't say she got lucky. Yeah. She is blessed. I mean, but the fact that she got to her three mark, oh, All right. one can only be so fortunate. <laughs> but, you know, I let God do the work because yeah. what I want sometimes may not always be in accordance with his will. So right. I try to be obedient despite what I think should be, you know, the setup for me. Yeah. But, yeah, kids is something I'm looking forward to You know, having in the near future. You know, I'm still young. You know, I want to work on it. Maybe around 34 or so. Especially, you know, where you know science has gone, and you know how women are taking care of their bodies. I'm very holistic, so I realize that now. Yeah, practicing that way of yeah, I can probably stretch it out more now.
1: So, are you now now that you've had time to do the theater scene? in a moment and, and in a really good show that people really loved and, and you got the kind of accolades that you should be getting in a show. Um, and now you're doing this cabaret, like private, get you some personal Nicole time. When are we going to get you back on a stage or is that something that's in your future? Do you Are you ready for film and TV?
0: Well, it's something that I always discuss with people in the theater community. They're like, you know, is theater the, the way for you now? And I, and I tell people all the time, theater is just the aspect of performance that I love diving into when there's an opportunity available for me. So I'm a yes person. I don't say no, th- no to anything unless if it violates my ethical code. That's yeah. it. And as far as theater is concerned, you know, if there's space for me, then I will be in that audition room mm-hmm. making myself seen, making myself heard, and hopefully getting some bites. You know?
1: So again, honey, Nicole Vanessa Ortiz is going to be Becoming Her, a Divas Tribute, March 7th at 9.30 at Feinstein's 54 Below here in New York City. So if you're going to be in town that night and you're planning your vacation week or dates or whatever it is that you should think about putting Feinstein's on your list. But honey, it's a girl's night. And I'm telling you, this woman is going to blow the roof off of this place. So again... Go to Five Signs 54 below to find out more information about Nicole Vanessa Ortiz and also look her up online, honey, because she is serving realness. That's all (laughs) I'm saying. And we are going to be back. Thank you. (laughs) Look for Keith Price's curtain call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixcloud.